Alright guys, welcome to episode 3 of the Sailing Doodles podcast. Today we're covering the cost of cruising. That's a very common question we get is how much does it cost to go cruising? Mm-hmm. You gotta know how much it's gonna cost if you're gonna do it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely a hard question to answer, but we'll give it the best we can. So we want to, before we get going here, we want to thank GulfCharterstHailand.com. They're kind of the guys that helped make this happen. It's their boat. We're delivering it to them in uh, Thailand. Uh, and just, it's a... Uh, to join their charter fleet. Yep, yep. And Island Spirit and Catamarans, Island Spirit Catamarans, they're the, uh, kind of the co-owners of that. So check those out too. And of course, uh, this channel is funded by viewers and listeners like you. You can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash sailingdoodles or just go to sailingdoodles.com. Um, every little bit helps, even a little, uh, even a dollar a week helps us to keep going, and we want to thank you guys. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you. There you go. All right, so the big question is, how much does it cost to go cruising? And the answer is... <laughs> all of it. All of it. It takes all your money. <laughs> it takes everything <laughs> you've got. But, I mean, really, that's a generic thing. But it could be, I mean, by all of it, I mean, we mean you could spend all your money. You, you know, if you're, if you're living large, it costs a lot. If you're living small, it costs a little small, you know. That's just the way it is. So, got to improvise. Improvise. So, what are we? We're going to cover on this. Uh, we're going to cover the cost of provisioning, repairs, marina moorings and anchoring. What's the cost of a sh you know going ashore and shore excursions, and also customs and immigration type stuff. And then we'll kind of give you a total on everything there. But uh, so first off, provisioning one of Laura's favorite things. Shopping. Yeah, shopping. She loves. It's doing expensive, that. but <laughs> yeah, you do it for I don't know a month, a trip. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean. Doing it right is key. Yeah, so we we did several. Our last trip, we went to Costco before we left the states. It was it was just it was fourteen hundred and seventy. And the thought behind that? Well, the thought behind that is we buy all our non-perishable items, our canned goods, the pastas, uh, things that we can't necessarily find in other that places. we might not be able to find in Mexico. Right, or, right. You know, or less. it's or it's cheaper to buy in the states too. You know, mm -hmm. some of those things. Buy in bulk. Right, buy in bulk. So when we did that provisioning, uh, you know, groceries, we spent so we spent about two thousand dollars total because we did several different trips. Stuff yeah, like we did. That. Um, but. We figure that $2,000 will last us three to four months worth of canned food and stuff like that. Yeah, so for example, um, we went to Costco and both of us didn't just get a shopping cart. We got a flatbed yeah, and filled that up. Two I flatbeds. Mean, yeah, and that trip was $1,500, not to mention the other stores well, that we had to, to go get other items from. To be honest, probably $200 of that was wine, though. <laughs> that is a necessity. <laughs> it is a necessity. It's like sailing with no beer. It's like, right. That's who that's, does that? Who does that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, so. if I was alone, I might do that. Right. Make sure, well, I didn't yeah. disappear. But. Right. Right. But so it really depends on how much you want to spend. You know, if you if you like the fine dining and the gourmet food, if, if Whole Foods is your bag, you're going to spend a lot more. Um, but you know, if you're okay just shopping at your uh, Safeway or whatever your Ralph's is or something, you know, it's it's a lot. You know, not as bad. But perishables would be like bread, eggs, um, vegetables, veggies, fruits, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. We probably spend, and we buy that locally wherever we are generally. I feel like it lasts longer if you buy it locally. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, it, it. And and I'd say we spend about fifty dollars a week on that. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah. you know, eggs, milk, stuff like that. So not too bad. Um, one thing you got to think about when you're provisioning is spare parts, right? Uh, a lot of this stuff you can get, you know, easy down here. Boats always break. Boats always break. Break out another thousand, right? But your spare parts and things that you that are specific to your boat that you maybe can't get while you're out, like like fan, you know, belts and uh, filters, hoses, 
things like that, engine parts that you may not be able to get. Yeah, definitely think about that before you leave. Yeah, raw water sure. pumps. Because, you know, last thing you want to do is get stuck somewhere for a month waiting on a part to be delivered. I mean, we got extra oil. Yeah. I mean, we ordered a lot of stuff before we finally left um, mm -hmm. the U.S. And then leading into that is repairs. Uh, you know, what, uh, what do we spend on repairs? Well, you know, there's always something I could be fixing on the boat. Um, it's just don't a, worry, I had that list too. Yeah, she's got the list. Going. <laughs> yeah. She literally has the list right in front of her right now. In fact, as we talk, oh, she just wrote down something else on the list. Thank you. Uh, it'll be uh, more things I need to fix. But it really depends. You know, repairs depend. It varies by boat size, the age of the boat, and your ability and your skills um, to be able to um, fix things. Yeah, so I was actually cleaning out the boat, took everything out of it to organize mm -hmm. it. And I mean, that's when I really was like, wow, because he's like, well, clearly this is an electrical pile and this is clearly <laughs> a plumbing pile right, and this right. is clearly tools. And I was just like, how do you know? All Can that? you do all that? This yeah. is mechanic. So, yeah. yeah. But I mean, so, but, and, and it also depends on your ability. I mean, you know, if you like, you know, we were cruising and uh, actually uh, we were in the British Virgin Islands and uh, there was a couple and a catamaran that hooked our mooring and crashed into us because they were only on one engine uh, because he had a raw water pump that had gone bad and he needed to replace it. He had the parts, he just didn't know how to do it. And so I'm like, hi, you know, I don't know how you don't know how to do that, but uh, especially if you've been cruising for a couple of years. Well, I would think. That if you did things slowly, well, you <laughs> taking too. one apart yeah. and putting the next one on, right. you know, just it's pay attention to what you're doing. Maybe you can yeah. do and that. But you can learn anything on YouTube. Literally, this <laughs> software, the editing, the audio software that we're looking, I just watched uh, a video on how to edit. And there we go. <laughs> so now we've got that. So, it, but you know, repairs we figure two to three hundred dollars a month, um, and that varies. You know, some months there won't be anything, but you know, we just had to get our sail repaired, and that was a thousand dollars. You know. Yep. Um, so there's some big ones yeah. too. And, you know, and like there's so many pumps, you know, there's like oh yeah. pumps in for your kitchen, there's pumps for your, all the toilets, you know. Is yeah, absolutely. Like every to every toilet has a pump and then all, all the showers have a pump and all these things. It's, and I, it adds yeah. Up. It adds up. And those pumps aren't cheap. They're not. So, uh, and then things, you, you know, kind of in the repair section would be tools, right? Uh, you know, you need all your tools to be able to work on the boat. Um, it's kind of my least favorite because I feel yeah. like most of our storage it's taken up is by tools. taken up by tools, but we're making a major crossing, so I'd rather... Yeah, yeah, we need all that stuff. Yeah. So. And then under that section also, I put fuel. I mean, just because, you know, you need fuel for the dinghy, you need fuel for the motor, uh, you know, you need... Because you're going to be motoring, but you motor more than you think on this, especially if it's a light wind day and you're sailing downwind, it could be seven, eight, ten knots of wind, but dead downwind, you're only going to be doing three or four knots on that. Well, another thing for us, too, is we have guests. So yeah. we have to get to certain places on time to yeah. get them from the airport. So when we motor, it's for you as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, under the next section would be marinas, moorings, and anchoring. Really, this is up to you. Uh, you can spend as much as you want on this uh, or as little. Uh, you know, marinas are generally between 50 and $200 a night, depending on the length of your boat. Um, you know, so that'd be anywhere from a dollar or maybe a little less than a dollar per foot to $2 or $4 even. That's, I've seen wow. that. Like in, in the Florida Keys, it's $4 a foot. Whereas in most of the Bahamas, I think it was like $2, $2 a foot maybe. Yeah, so for us, you know, we're 50 feet. So it yeah. could be 50, it could be or 100, yeah. it could be 200 yeah. so, a night. So, I mean, really, but you don't need to stay in a marina. You don't have to. It's just, mm -mm. A, you know, I would we try to do it uh, when we were cruising before, we would try to stay in a marina every two weeks for a couple of days just because it's nice. 
to well, not you have to top up on your water. Top up on your water. Do your exactly. provisioning. Provisioning, yeah. Be a lot easier than dinging. Yeah. yeah. On this trip, we tend to stay in marinas a little more because mostly, you know, we're, we have guests coming and going and we have the dogs and all that. But once we get out of Mexico, especially, that we won't be staying in too many marinas. But, uh, and then moorings, of course. It really depends on where you are. Um, uh, you know, here in Mexico, there are moorings, but they're very rarely used by cruisers. Um, mostly it's just anchoring. But in like the BVI, um, it's unavoidable in some places. That's all they have. Sorry if, they, mm -hmm. if you just heard the dog burp in the background. <laughs> okay. Goose. That's Goose. That was Goose. Burp. He, he burps Excuse a lot, you. So. Sorry. Um, <laughs> hazard of living with dogs. But, uh, and then of course, uh, you know, it's like, like in the BVI, um, you know, a lot of those places are so packed full of mooring balls and the water's pretty deep there, you know, 50, 60 feet sometimes. And that's hard to anchor. That's in. a lot of change. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so if you don't know that. Yeah. Well, three times, eight times. The well, length. five times is recommended, but if you can do seven, that'd be good. Seven times the depth. So if you're in 10 feet of water, put out 50 feet of chain, 50 to 70 feet of chain and you're good to go. Um, but, uh, so of course anchoring on that subject is free. So, yeah. you know, most places anyway. Now there are certain like, uh, parks and stuff where you might have to charge a small fee, but generally it's nothing and it's free. There's so, not like cheaper, what state marinas that we went to. Yeah. This, the city owned marinas were pretty cheap. Um, we stopped in, I think it was Monterey. That was only $37 a night. It was very nice. Yeah, And it was right there in, well, the, we're middle right in the middle of the city. And same everything. way. Yeah. It was, it was not bad. So. Yeah, there's that. Um, but probably the most expensive um, item that's on any cruiser's budget is uh, shore excursions and shore activities. Yeah, what you do when you go on land. Yeah, so it's up to you. It could be your busy, biggest expense or not. Um, you know, shore excursions like going ATV, fishing, tours, museums, and all that. I mean, I have to say, we just went um, swimming with whale sharks. Yeah, that was that ninety dollars a person. It was worth every penny. Though. Yeah, but I mean, it was really cool. And we have to keep doing a lot of this stuff because of our YouTube um, videos. So if you're keep not watching our YouTube stuff, check it out. YouTube, just go sailing doodles. That's us. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, so we have to do that for, for good um, entertainment and stuff like that. But then things like hiking, that's free. Hiking's free. Hiking's mo mostly free. So. And the dogs would love it. And the dogs do love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as far as dining out, uh, that could be cheap or expensive, however you want to do it. Generally speaking, in places like the Virgin Islands and the Bahamas, it's very expensive. Yep, but here in Mexico, and it's very cheap. Lucky, it's you can go awesome. to a street vendor. I know, you can go street vendor. We're or like what? Dollar tacos. Yeah, dollar tacos. Dollar beers. Everything's right. a dollar. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like the biggest dollar store ever. Absolutely. Well, speaking of dollar beers, I mean, bar tab, that's also a big expense for mm -hmm. us anyway. I mean, we like to go out and have a good time. There's a lot of people that don't drink. If you don't drink, cruising is pretty cheap. But if you do, um, it can be a little pricey. Some people drink like sailors. Right. Is that what you're saying? Like sailors. <laughs> so like, like in the Bahamas, for instance, if you go to a bar in the Bahamas, a beer is $5. It, it really doesn't matter. A beer is like a case of beer, if you go buy it at a grocery store, a case of beer in the Bahamas is anywhere from forty-five to sixty-five dollars. I feel like everybody over there drinks rum. Well, that's because so how much yeah, is a case of rum. <laughs> oh no, a rum is like a decent bottle of rum is like nine bucks, so it's not bad. So that's what we did. We always would, uh, and we were in the Bahamas, especially because we were really poor back then. We would just get uh, these little sports bottles and like fill them with rum and Gatorade or something mm -hmm. or lemonade and just walk around. And, you know, we go, if we went to a bar or a pub or something like that, we'd order a beer or two each just to be polite. But mm -hmm. then we'd drink our rum concoction. Well, that's all in the budget. Exactly. Um, whereas in the like places like the Virgin Islands, the beer is like four bucks. Um, you know, Mexico, it's a dollar fifty. Thailand, it's a dollar a beer. I mean, it really depends on where you're going to go. Um, so you can spend a lot or a little and it's really up to you.
You can tell we like our beer. We do. Yeah. <laughs> we might be yeah, drinking one right now, maybe. I don't know. Are we? Uh, but then, okay, our next little section would be customs and immigration. That can vary a lot um, by city and country. Um, but generally speaking, each country is around two to three hundred dollars. Um, you know, total fees coming in and to, to Mexico here was about three hundred dollars. Um, and in the Bahamas, a cruising permit, which is good for six months, is three hundred dollars. You know, um, and in the BVI, I think it's about the same. It varies. But so you know, budget three hundred dollars. You know, hundred to three hundred dollars, depending on the size of the boat and what you've got bringing in and all that uh, per place. But that can add up pretty quick if you're in the Caribbean. I mean, if you're only, you know, if you're in... Yeah, because the islands are very close together, so you're constantly going to another country. Exactly. Versus we're in Mexico right now, so we're good for yeah. a few months. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, uh, you, so our total expenses, we just kind of added up, did a quick and dirty there. We figure, you know, okay, we did a three-month supply of canned food and all that, so that's about 600 to $700 a month. Um, fresh food, we're looking at about $200 a month. We think like 50 bucks a week. We go get some yeah. fresh produce and bread, milk and mm -hmm. eggs. Mm -hmm. uh, repairs, um, we're saying around three hundred dollars a month. Um, moorings and anchorages and, and marinas and all that, we put, we guessed around four hundred dollars a month. We're spending a lot more than that right now, but that's because we have guests coming on off and on, and it's more convenient for them. If we yeah. had a yeah, it's still a vacation for them. Yeah, and so clearances as far as immigration customs, you know, you figure you might move a country, you move countries every couple months, uh, so you know that's another hundred dollars a month. So really, those things right there add up to almost $1,700. And that's before shore excursions and stuff. So, you know, it depends on what you want to spend the shore. So, so baseline, $1,700 plus whatever you do ashore. Right. And that's living pretty cheap. That's excluding excursions. Yeah, that's living pretty cheap, though. I mean, oh, our bar tab's not on there. I know, that's <laughs> what I mean. So $1,700, that's living very cheap. But, I mean, you know, you can do a lot more than that. If you want more fresh food and less canned food or whatever you want to do, that's totally up to you. Um, or if you eat out more, your bar tabs are more, or if you have bar tabs, you know. So, you know, I, I realistically, I tell people uh, conservatively, if you're trying to live cheap, around 2500 a month. Um, right. And you never know what's going to break. So just because you might have had a cheaper month, it doesn't mean next month, you know. Right. Is going to be normal or just as cheap. You know, it could be your expensive month. Yeah, could be. You never know. And then there's things that, uh, you know, are not on our list here necessarily that you got to think of. You know, do you have health insurance that you have to maintain? Do you have a phone that you have to maintain? Uh, all You know, do you have credit card payments? Do you have debt? I mean, what do you have going on back home? Right. I would suggest paying all that off. Yeah. Sell your house, you buy a boat. <laughs> yeah. That's but what I'd say. for us, our phones work. AT&T, same yeah. plans, working fine in Mexico. But once we leave here, right. we're going to be gone for so many months we won't be anywhere our phone will not be roaming for six months and yeah. so we're probably either going to put our accounts on hold or just terminate them completely i mean because really even after that right we're, so we're going to be outside the united states 95 percent of the time for the next two to three years right so if you didn't terminate your phone just for easy numbers that's that's a lot 100 bucks a month for At six least, months 600 yeah. or if you do suspend your number with the intent of going back and turning it back on, that can be 20 bucks a month. So Which still, 20 times 6 is yeah, 120. 120. I mean, so yeah. And then if you never go back home, <laughs> you're yeah. accruing these bills and for what? Yeah. So. so yeah, pay your debt off and figure out what you're going to do with your phone. And these other countries that we go to, like if you have a cell phone and you get it unlocked, right. you can just get a chip and go off their data plans and everything they have available. Right, and, and actually that tends to work better in my opinion. So when we were in the Bahamas, for instance, um, I basically just had my phone unlocked and I got a 
uh, SIM card. The SIM card cost $20, and I believe uh, we didn't use, I didn't use the phone plan on it. I just used the data plan because, you know, if you're going to call somebody, you call them from WhatsApp or, you know, Skype or something like that, or you just, you know, iMessage them or, you know, FaceTime them, something like that. But, and, you know, so the, it was in the, in the Bahamas, I believe it was, it was $50 for seven gigabytes of data. And that would, but, you know, we use a lot of data because each video I upload is almost two gigabytes now. And so, you know, I'm doing multiple, I'm doing, you know, on average two videos a week. Uh, so, you know, it's eight, you know, it's 16 gigs. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah. 16 gigs. I got to upload every month. Um, and the Wi-Fi in most places is awful actually. Yeah. Um, so we have Wi-Fi here. We haven't tried it yet, but they just ask 10 bucks a person, give mm -hmm. you a password and you're good for the month. Yeah. And that comes with free coffee here. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. So, but yeah, so generally speaking, the Wi-Fi in most of the Caribbean and places like that is awful. Um, it's much, everyone's using it. Yeah, and so it's much faster just to use cellular data. So if you can, just just uh, just do that. Mm -hmm. um, but all right. So uh, again, we want to thank. Kind of, they're not really our sponsors, but but uh, Gulf Charters of Thailand. Um, it's their boat. We're we're on it, and we want to thank them so much. And Island Spirit Catamarans, that which is uh, probably going to be our next boat. So we're working on we're that. We're hoping. There's so. not there's nothing written in stone on that, but uh, come uh, November of. Uh, well, this year, wow, it's 2018 already. It is. Um, it has been just for about, a few what, eight days or something? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so uh, we're planning to be on that. But, uh, and also, and we want to thank you guys for supporting our channel and supporting this. Uh, please, please leave a, uh, some feedback and, and a review on iTunes or whatever medium you're watching this. It really helps us to uh, to gain uh, traction there because we're kind of a new channel and also, a new podcast. suggest some topics. Yeah. Leave us a comment below. What what topics would you like uh, us to help you out with? I mean, we're not just super experienced cruisers. We've been doing it. I've been doing it for a couple of years now, and you're been just doing it for tell you what we've learned. Yeah. yeah, I've been sailing on and off for six, seven years. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a learning process it is. every day. So. You learn something every day. And, of course, uh, we want to thank our patrons. You can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash sailingdoodles. Or just go to sailingdoodles.com. There's a couple different ways you can do that. You can support our videos and stuff. And it's really, you know, it's a dollar a week. Um, from you know, If we had a bunch of people doing that, it really helps us to keep going. And, of course, you can come sailing with us also. Check out sailingdoodles.com. There's a tab that says sail with us. And you can come sail with us. We'd love to see you out here. Yep. Four bedroom, four bath. All right, we'll catch you on the next episode, which will be what is the social life of cruising? Woo. What is it? What is it like out there? Are you having fun or is it boring? Because I that, think we're having fun. Are you? Okay, good. <laughs> that was kind of a big question I had, because I've never actually been cruising. When we started cruising, like, will I enjoy cruising? What if I get out there and hate it? Well, I think another thing you think of is, is anyone my same age? Right. So you know, like who we'll answer all see? that stuff. We'll answer all that stuff next time. Okay. All right, guys. So thank you so much. All right, thank you.